Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is December 17th. It's 2018 and we have eight basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. As always on Monday, I'm joined by my buddy, uh, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, doing great. Ready to get some basketball cracking. Uh, pretty excited. Had a pretty good week last week in, in basketball overall, so I'm definitely ready to get this week started and uh, start, it all, start it all back over again. Let's see if we can take one down. So, Will, I played NBA on Saturday because I had a Roto-Grinder show on Saturday. And, um, you know, I, I never play weekend NBA. I missed the cash line in almost all my tournaments between 0.5 and 1.5. And I blame um, Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> Straight up, Jeremy Lamb. All his fault. That's why I don't play NBA on the weekends. Oh, all his fault. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. Stick, stick to your routine. Stick, that, right. <laughs> I was like, I'm scheduled for a Saturday show. And it was with Grant. It was just, it was weird, man. It was, it was not normal. But, um, so I did all the research and like the slate. Saturday's slate was great outside of Jeremy Lamb dudding. Like, you know, I was all in on Chris Dunn. So, like, you know, it was, a, it was solid. It was just, it would have been a lot more solid if Jeremy Lamb didn't put up such a massive dud. But anyway, if you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over and check out our sponsor. It's FantasyDraft.com. They got a $10,000 pick and roll, $25 buy-in tournament here on tonight's slate. You can only enter it 13 times. You're not playing against a team or people with 150 entries into this thing 13 times. It's a good tournament to you know throw one or two entries in and not have to worry about people you know covering everything. Uh, this is a slate that is very interesting because there's not a ton of value. So roster construction is going to be important today. So if you haven't already, make sure you check out fantasy draft. Uh, they have an awesome product over there. Awesome sponsors of the podcast each and every day. Um, if you haven't signed up through the rotor grinders links, that way you guys get access to any cool promos that we run with fantasy draft. We run promos with them all the time. So uh, make sure you guys are checking that out. I said on Friday that I was going to give away some Rotor Grinders t-shirts uh, for people that subscribed and reviewed and liked the podcast on iTunes. Um, I do have those usernames. I threw everybody's new names and the old names in the jar, and I pulled them before we got started here. And I have three usernames. If these are your usernames, feel free to DM me on Twitter or DM me on the Rotor Grinders website. Uh, I got Maisie3406, Pmore316. And King in the Rockies. Uh, if you're one of those three usernames on iTunes, send me a message and we'll get you an Roto Grinders t shirt. Um, also, want to give a shout out to BJ Zeke0428. He was one of the people that left a comment and he said that he enjoys the podcast, you know, trying to get ready for a wedding. Shout out to him. Congratulations. I uh, hope your wedding goes well. For somebody that is also planning a wedding and it's getting very close, um, I know the stresses of planning a wedding uh will we got an interesting slate to talk about my friend there's a lot of stuff that is uncertain with this slate which is not always fun on a first look podcast but let's do the best we can 
We're going to start with the Bucks and the Pistons. No total in this game, but Brogdon and Middleton are both probable, expecting both teams to be pretty much at full strength outside of Ish Smith. Uh, what do you like here for the Bucks? Uh, I mean, I, I think this is a spot where I, I may want to take a shot on a Greek here, a game that I think will be, you know, pretty competitive. Uh, I, I think this is a spot I'm definitely going to be looking at Greek. I don't like a whole lot of the other other plays here. Uh, maybe, maybe outside of Bledsoe, that's about it. Uh, you know, Brogdon would be kind of my last guy in. But mainly for me, man, I, I think this is a Greek spot for me today. 11-3 on DK, uh, that price on Fantasy Draft. I'm trying to to get that now. But at any rate, Greek is just my favorite play in this spot, um, and that's about it. Yeah, and and you know I got a lot. I get a, I get a lot of questions about fantasy draft um, pricing. It's very close to DraftKings. That's why we use DraftKings because it's very close. It usually translates um, to almost two x what um, DraftKings is. So if we say they're a value on DraftKings, usually they're a value play on fantasy draft as well. Now they don't always translate into Fanduel, and unfortunately we can't have every site open when we're trying to break it down. Um, I never look at pricing until I look at the podcast. I always do. I talked about this a lot during baseball season, but I my first look at pricing is always on the podcast because I want to give my raw reaction to pricing. Um, and I've always been that way. I, I'd like to look at matchups and like break everything down from a matchup perspective before I start looking at pricing. So um, that's why I never talk about FanDuel pricing until later in the day. I do, um, <clears throat> I do agree with you on the Bledsoe call. Um, I think he's really interesting here, and I definitely don't mind Giannis in this game, a game that um, should be a really close game, like you said. So, And the fact that Detroit's at home in this game probably has a better chance to stay close. So like Giannis, <clears throat> I'm getting sick. I do not mind Bledsoe. And um, – I wish Brogdon, Brogdon was a little cheaper. Um, if he was a little cheaper, I think I'd take a shot on him here. But I, I really just don't see a lot of upside of his price. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, you know, if I was trying to do a game stack, he would just kind of be a last guy in. But, you know, really, really for me, it's Giannis Bledsoe. Uh, that's about it. I'm not taking too many shots on anybody else on this side of the, the ball. Let's talk about Detroit. You know, they don't really have too much to match up with Drummond here. Um, I, I know Blake had a good game in the first meeting against um, the Bucks, But I, I think Drummond is the guy, if I'm playing, if I'm paying up for somebody on Detroit between Blake and Drummond, I'm playing, I'm paying up for Drummond here. Yeah, absolutely. I hate to rewind. I, I do think Brooke Lopez is playable. Uh He's not my favorite play, but I do think he's playable. But, yeah, Drum, Drum is my favorite play here uh, on the Detroit side. Uh, I am, I guess, somewhat of a Blake Griffin truther in regards to him being in Detroit. I feel like he's been a lot more consistent um, since he's been there. I think, you know, Blake can pretty much get you 40-plus pretty much any game out. Like, if you look at his game law, very rarely is he under 40 fantasy points. So I just think he's so stable in Detroit. Uh, but in this spot, you know, you know, give me Mr. Drummond at, at 9,300 there. Uh, you know, really like him. 17-1 on fantasy draft. I just think that's exceptional pricing 
Um, so uh, I think, you know, as of right now, he's my favorite center on the board today. Um, you know, I keep looking at Reggie Jackson, trying to figure out, you know, what they're going to do with his price. He's 5,200, and I know I keep saying it, but as long as Reggie Jackson's that cheap, I'm just going to keep playing him in competitive games. And, um, you know, he, he may not get 30-plus every game, but but I just feel like he's still a value play at that price. So I'm just going to keep firing him up. Yeah, what's your – um? <clears throat> Sorry, my my I've been to try the best I can to mute my mic as much as I can, so I don't cough in the mic today. Um, what's your thoughts on Bullock at thirty nine? We don't have a lot of value on the slate. That's going to be one thing that we're going to see as we go here. Is Bullock at thirty nine somebody that you know? I'll take five six x today from value play uh, if my studs do their thing. I think I'll be okay. Yeah, I I, I don't mind them. Um... I'm just trying to figure out what Casey's going to do with this rotation because it looks like now they're trying to get Luke Kennard some run. And he's playing, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, looks like. And I just want to see how that's kind of going to play out. I mean, like I said, Bullock's minutes have been pretty stable. But I I'm, I want to see if they're, they're going to continue. I think I'd be more inclined to take a, take a stab at, at Bullock or, or Kennard. I think I think that's about it for value, um, but but I don't mind those two. Bullock has more of a minutes floor. All right, let's move on. Phoenix at New York taking on the Knicks. Two eighteen total. Knicks favored by one and a half in this game. Um, Robinson is questionable. Dotson is questionable. Trezier is questionable. Trezier is ruled out for the road trip. They're back in New York, so we really don't know if he's going to be back or not. Uh, what do we like here with Phoenix? Yeah, uh, I think. As of right now, this is probably one of my favorite games on the board. Um, you know, two two bad teams that play bad defense. Uh, th- thank you. This is a this should be a DFS party, and uh, I'm I'm really excited about them. Devin Booker obviously is my favorite play, followed by T.J. Warren, followed by DeAndre Ayton, followed by uh, Rashawn Holmes. In that order, uh, love those guys. Um, I think they're all still cheap enough to where, you know, we can play two or three of them together uh, and still get some value. So, uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite spots. Devin Booker, I know he's 8,500, but in this spot with New York, I I think he's got 50-point upside here. Uh, I think T.J. Warren's got 50-point upside. Uh, You know, and then then DeAndre Ayton against Mr. Cantor should just have a field day and vice versa. So, uh, just, just really like this this game overall for from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I like this game a lot. You know, I, I'm right there with you. This is the game that really stood out to me as a close competitive game, but we should see very little defense. Um, so yeah. for me, I, I really do like this spot. Um, you know, Booker, Warren, Aiton, my three favorite plays. Melton's minutes are going to go down now um, with Booker coming back. The interesting thing here is Josh Jackson's minutes kind of went down too, and I thought his minutes would kind of stay closer to 30 minutes with Noah Riza, uh, but that obviously didn't happen. So really for me, it's it's the three. It's Booker, Aiton, Warren. Um, it would be really interesting to see if, like, Oubre um, is in the lineup, and, you know, obviously that could – 
definitely make me stay away from like Josh Jackson and Bridges and those guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they if they plug Kelly Uber into this mix and Austin Rivers, then this bench is just gonna get really mucky. Uh really messy situation as far as minutes are concerned. And I, I'm with you hundred percent. It's gonna be a stay away for me. I was looking, Rivers, he was in the trade, right? Yeah. Yep, he was in the trade. Yeah, for, they have uh, – I was looking at it, and they have um, Ubre on Phoenix, but they don't have Rivers available. I don't know if Fantasy Draft or FanDuel does, but um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, the New York side of things here, I, I know Cantor's minutes are all over the place, but, like, if Robinson sits again, I I'm locking in uh, Cantor here. Yeah, I mean – so here's the thing. I actually like Cantor, even if Robinson plays today. So I've realized that I can't I can't play Cantor in good matchups because he's not going to get there in 24 minutes. But in these fringe matchups against a guy like DeAndre Ayton, where Ayton is just not going to give him much resistance. I don't, I don't like playing him, like, but I think we can get it. And obviously he played 36 minutes against Indy, but, like, I'm, I'm looking at a spot in Cleveland. Well, Cleveland he played 32 minutes. But Brooklyn, for instance, played 26 minutes and put up 48 fantasy points. Washington, 25 minutes, 38 fantasy points. Uh, you know, the spots like this, I, I think, are where you take your shot. So I like him here. But I also like, you know, my, my favorite guys, as long as they keep these guys this cheap, uh, I'm going to play them. I took, a, I took a stand on those guys on Friday and it paid off, and I'm going to take the same approach here. I probably won't play Moutier because uh, Burke and some of these other guys are, are coming back. But um, Mr. Vonley and Mr. Knox are my two favorite Knicks once again, um, followed by Cantor, followed by Tim Hardaway. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on Vonley and Knox. I I do um I, I want Robinson to sit again. That would be very helpful um for that rotation. So um yeah, you know, we we talked about a lot here because this is one of those games that I feel like we have circled. Is there anybody that's like standing out to you value wise that we didn't talk about or do you think we can move on? Well, I mean, I think if Trier is out, uh then I I think Trey Burke I think eventually his minutes are going to climb back in that, to that 25 point range. If you think, you know, I know, I know it's a, a back to back, but if you think he can squeeze back into, you know, 25 minutes on a back to back. And I think you take a stab at Trey Bird at probably very low ownership and see if he can catch an upside game. I know that's really thin, but, but that's pretty much the only play I see here. Yeah, um, the only thing – the Knicks are on a back-to-back, -back, right? Didn't they play Sunday? Yep, yep, they're on a back-to-back. So, Burke, Burke played 13 minutes in that game. So, uh, you know, I, I I just worry about the minutes for him coming off that injury um, to really see what we'd be looking at minutes-wise. I, I really think we just stick to the guys we talked about. You know, Cantor, Hardaway, Vonley, Knox. Those are the, those are the guys we're playing here. Yep. All right, Kings and Timberwolves. We have a 231.5 total. Minnesota's favored by eight. Bagley is out. Shepard is questionable. Let's start with the Kings. Uh, what are we looking at here for Sacramento? 
Well, it looks like they're starting to uh, play Mr. B Elites a little bit again. You know, he's in the 20s. Uh, I've started with him because he's 4,400. I think he's a value on this slate. Uh, you know, hopefully he can get some minutes because if, if uh, uh, with Bagley being out, I think that solidifies at least 23 to 25 minutes minimum. And so at 4,400, I, I don't mind that for that price. Uh, I think my favorite play on the Kings uh, is probably Mr. Bogdanovich at 5,800. Really like that price. He's been coming through for me seemingly every time uh, when he's under 6K uh, just because he can get, in, get in the, into that mid-30s range. Uh, and then after that, it would be be Mr. Fox at 7,300. He's just been playing phenomenal basketball, put up over 40 points again today against Dallas. Uh, you know, he's just been playing really well. Really like him. Kali Stein would probably be my my last play. Uh, I'm just not as excited about playing him because he seems to have good minutes, but but sometimes he's just in the 20s just randomly. So I try not to play him as much. But Bielitsa, Fox. Bogdanovich, those would, would kind of be my guys. Uh, and then also you could sprinkle in Buddy Heald as well. He, he's been playing great as well. But uh, I, I I just don't like the price on him today. I feel like he's priced a little bit closer to his, his ceiling, if you will, with Bogdanovich back. Yeah, and like, you know, we, we had Bagley miss a couple of games earlier in the month, and really nobody, like they, they just kind of played everybody the same amount of minutes. Um, Justin Jackson was the one guy that got extra minutes, um, and, and he kind of got some extra minutes. But like Justin, there's nothing sexy about playing Justin Jackson at 25 minutes. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I still can't get behind that. Like if, if you're playing people here, you like Fox, you like Willie Colley Stein, Buddy Heald, and then Bodanovich at 5800. Those are the four guys that are going to play over 30 minutes in this game. Uh, everybody else is probably going to be in the 20 to 25 minute range. And while we don't have a ton of value, it's still risky taking guys like that um, on a slate where hopefully some stuff opens up. So I like those four guys. I don't mind targeting any of those four guys. Um, I honestly think Buddy Heal would probably be my favorite. You know, he's just he's shooting the ball really well right now. Um, you know, over 40 percent shooting now in six straight games and eight out of the last 10. So um, I, I do like Buddy Heald right now. You know, we're starting to see the Buddy Heald that was drafted. Um, so, yeah. Um, Do you think, uh, you think New Orleans wants him back? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Probably, probably not. They pro- no, they probably do. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I, I mean, I think they definitely take him over Tim Frazier, right? About well, they got didn't they got they kind of rented Cousins and like they they gave up heel to rent Cousins and I don't know if that worked out. I mean, um, they, they've got uh, what's the other guy's name over there? Etwan Moore, Solomon Hill. Uh, Buddy Dar- Hill would be interesting on that team with Drew Holiday, like Elf Darius Payton. Darius Miller. I, I think they take Buddy Hill back in a heartbeat right now, right? <laughs> Um, not, not to derail the podcast too much. Um, Minnesota side Gibson's expected back with the team. So the one, um, value play Sarge probably gone. If for some reason Gibson doesn't play Sarge becomes a top play on the slate. Uh, what are we looking at here for Minnesota? What if I told you, I think I still want to play a little bit of Sarge here. Uh, he's played 30 minutes in three straight games and, 
and he played 34 minutes with uh, with Gibson out. So I, I think I'm still willing to take a shot on Sarge and know that he's going to get lower ownership because now now everybody's hopping off because Gibson's back for one game when he's actually played over 30 minutes in, in three games. So I think I want to take a shot on Sarge here. I I, I like it. Uh, up t- up tempo game for him. Still fairly fairly. He's at still 4900. I think that's a great price for him. The one guy though in this spot that I know is too cheap is Robert Covington. Uh, he's 5200 in this spot. That's ridiculous. Uh, I know he's you know had some somewhat of a knee issue, but 5200. I mean this guy could put up 40 in this spot. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, about some Robert Covington. I mean, on, on DK and fantasy draft, I, I, I think I almost feel like he's an autoplay. Like that, that's just, that's too cheap. Uh, outside of that, I think the next person I play would be cat. Uh, and then after that Teague and D Rose, uh, haven't been playing a whole lot of Wiggins. Uh, he, he just hasn't been getting it done for me. I mean, he's been in the thirties, most games, you know, or or close to the thirties, but that's just not going to get it done. Like he he hasn't been flashing any upside, so uh, he's you know the rest of these guys are kind of just scratch offs. He's hit six x one time, uh, or maybe two times in the last ten games. So like Wiggins, the guy that usually never really like burns you, and if he burns you, it usually only happens like two or three times a year. I just I had never play Wiggins ever, um, and, unless he's in Cleveland or against LeBron. <laughs> um but yeah to your point like cat is a really good play here um you know on fantasy draft where you can play multiple centers he's certainly somebody i'm looking at i still think i like drummond a little bit more but i, I do yeah. think cat has a lot of upside in this game this game has uh you know a 230 231 and a half total there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game so there's going to be a lot of um fast-paced you know action in this game so i, I do like cat I don't mind Rose. I think Rose could have a really good game here. I like Rose more than like Teague if I'm playing one of those two guys. And then I like the Sarge call. Like I, I think that's really interesting. You know, he was already taking minutes from Taj Gibson before you know Gibson left with um, a death in the family. So I think Sarge is interesting here. Um, but outside of that, I, I just you know Covington is. Covington is way too cheap um, for his type of upside. The guy can go for 30 in any matchup. Um, you know, his minutes kind of have gone down too. He, he kind of gave some minutes to Sarge as well, but Covington at 30 minutes at 52 against Sacramento is certainly something I'm going to be looking at here. So um, moving on, Utah at Houston, 213 and a half. Houston favored by five, and this is the only out person on this game so far. Let's start with Utah. What do we like here for the Jazz? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to start with Donovan Mitchell here. He's another guy that's just too cheap today. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is 6,800, and I I just think that's too cheap for this spot. I know they're at Houston. He hasn't been playing great this year, but he's another guy that's got 40-point upside in this matchup. So, you know, you're you're handing me Donovan Mitchell for for 6,800, uh, I'll take it. Uh, I, I think, you know, on, on a slate where we might not have value plays in the 4 and 5K range, I do think there's value like this where guys are just priced down a little too much, like Donovan Mitchell, like Covington. Uh, so, and, and those are the guys I think I'm going to have to look at and kind of build around 
and piece together. So Mitchell at 6,800, uh, he, he's my favorite jazz, uh, Utah Jazz player today. Uh, Jay Crowder at 44, he should get, you know, some run in this matchup. Uh, maybe, maybe a slight uptick in minutes. The last time they played Houston, he played 26 minutes, which was, you know, a little bit more than his usual 20 to 21. So uh, I, I don't mind him. I, I wish Derek Favors was playing more minutes, uh, but he's a guy that's he's just been getting it done in limited fashion. I mean, the last time they played Houston, it was a blowout, a massive blowout, and he put up 41 in 26 minutes. Uh, I don't mind him. I know he's he's old and slow. Well, he's actually not old, but he is slow. Uh, don't don't mind him. And then Rudy Gobert at 7,400, another guy that's just priced a little bit too cheap. I mean, he hasn't put up 40 in about five games now, four or five games, uh, but he's still too cheap for this matchup. And the last time in this matchup, he got ejected. So I got to think he's going to come back and, and be ready to dominate this game. So uh, Gobert, Crowder, and uh, Mr. Mitchell, those guys are all too cheap, and uh, I, I like them in this spot. This is an excellent buy low spot on the Utah Jazz. You know, you mentioned Mitchell Man. and Gobert. Like, you just play the two studs here. Like, you play Gobert and Mitchell, and, you know, we don't have a lot of value to go stars and scrubs. So, you know, buying low on guys is certainly a strategy on this slate that's really interesting. So, I, I do. I like Gobert a lot. Like you said, he got ejected. I played him in that game. I think it's a good spot for him. He went for 12 and 13 the first time these guys met in October. Uh, you know, I think Gobert has 15-15 plus upside here and, you know, oh, gets yeah. blocks. A lot of rebound opportunities with how many threes Houston shoots. So, um, like Gobert, like Mitchell, those would be the two guys I'm playing from Utah. I don't think I'm going to really touch anything else. You mentioned Jay Crowder. I don't ever mind him. I just wish he was playing more minutes. Uh, so I'm probably going to look for somebody in that range that's probably going to play more minutes, even if they're not as productive as Crowder. Yeah, I, I get it completely. And, he, and, you know, we could go to the other side of this game, and, you know, we know P.J. Tucker is going to play a ton of minutes. And, <laughs> you know, Tucker is always frustrating because you never know what you're going to get out of him except for, you know, massive amount of minutes, um, especially with NSL. What do you like here for Houston? Well, I mean, it's, it's the usual suspects. Uh, same situation, James Harden. I, I know he's priced up, but he's just been a man on a mission lately. He's 10-9 in this spot. Last two games, he's going for 69 and 86. Uh, really been been playing well. Uh, last time against Utah, he didn't play well because of the blowout. Uh, so so I don't mind him. I know that Eric Gordon hasn't been playing well either, but he's played over thirty minutes and now he's down to forty five hundred. I, I don't. I mean, I think because he's in the starting lineup, I do think he's taking a, a massive dip in production. But on a slate where we're kind of starving for value, I don't mind playing him. And then Chris Paul at 7,700 against Ricky Rubio defense. I mean, at home, I, I don't mind that either. So, you know, really, I think I think all the players in this game are priced down because I think they think it's going to be a, a, a slugfest. And I don't see that being the case. I think Houston's going to put up some points here. So don't mind Chris Paul. Don't mind Harden. Uh, and I, I don't mind Eric Gordon either at 40. 4,500. Clint Capella, 7,800. He's still too cheap. He's another guy that's been putting up, you know, a fair amount of 40-point games this year. 
So I, I don't even mind him in this spot as well. And so, you know, you look at those four guys, and I think you move on. Yeah, um, I really don't have anything to add there. Like, those would be the guys I'd be looking at too. So let's move on. Chicago at OKC, 213.5 total. Um, Thunder favored by 13. Zach Levine is out again. Um, let's start with Chicago with Levine out. It did not take long for them to raise Chris Brent, Chris Dunn's price. He played 36 minutes against San Antonio. With Levine out, though, like Dunn at 6,200, I might play him here. I don't mind it. Uh, I hate it. I hate it when they when they do us like this, though. I hate when we don't get to squeeze a little bit more juice out of that fruit. But we just—they've already done it, so we we've missed out again. Uh, but yeah, Chris does sixty-two. I, I don't mind it. Uh, I don't think. I, I think if he doesn't get there, I think he'll be close. Uh, Justin Holiday at fifty-eight hundred. I think you play him here. Uh, OKC's been struggling at the at the shooting guard position, and he's kind of in that hybrid role where he's kind of going to be, you know, kind of flipping back and forth. Um, so, so I think you know this is a spot where you go ahead and play him. Man, I wish I could play Wendell Carter here, but I can't. Uh, even even at four at forty eight hundred, guys, it seems like we should be playing him at this price, but the minutes are just just not there anymore. So. Uh, don't want to take a shot on him. And then uh, Lori Markin in at 6,500. I, I mean, he played 37 minutes the last game against San Antonio. Didn't expect that at all. <clears throat> but if he's going to get 30-plus minutes at 6,500, I think you fire him up. And those, those would be the guys that, that I'm looking at. Yeah, we, we, know how, we know how much usage Zach Levine has. So – Obviously, anytime he's off the floor, it makes a huge difference. Um, you know, Dunn had a 25% usage rate on, what was it, Saturday without um, without Levine in that game. And then, you know, we look at Markinen in that game, and he has a 29% usage rate on the season, and, you know, his usage was, you know, 24%, and he had one of his best fantasy outputs. I, I guess he's not 29% of the season, but... Anyway, you know, uh, Marketing and Dunn are my two favorite bulls here. I want to take a shot on Wendell Carter, but I'm not going to because not only is Adams good, it, it's just like Portis is back. These guys are eating into each other's minutes. Marketing's back. It's it just really for me, it's Dunn, it's Marketing, and like if you want to take a, a shot on Justin Holiday, he's going to play a ton of minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, Holiday would be the guy I would, I would play. You know, that's kind of the the non main guy just because his minutes. But yeah, that, that's a, that's about it. Holiday done marketing. Um, Portis would be okay just because of his point per minute status. But even he's not playing enough minutes for me right now. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Just stick with the main three guys. You know, if you expect, like, if you're running a couple bulls here and you expect this game to stay close, you know, are, are you looking at, like, a, maybe a Steven Adams here from the Thunder? Yeah, I mean, look, centers against Chicago has been a thing this year. Uh, just look at what uh, Mr. LaMarcus Aldridge did to them, and, and LMA just hasn't been playing as well recently. So, 
excuse me, guys. I really like Steven Adams here uh, in this spot. Uh, 6,900. I think that's <clears throat> a very fair price. Uh, what, what if I told you I, I don't like Paul George today? Uh, You're finally coming around. I appreciate uh, That's good. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm not coming around. I obviously <laughs> not love Paul George, but I think, I think at 9,500, this is a spot where I'm willing to take the fade on him in the event this game doesn't stay close. And that, that's kind of the approach I'm taking at 9,500. I think he's right. Now he's in that price range in a, in a game that I don't feel is as competitive where he could not get there for me. So, but other than that, you guys know, I, I like playing Paul George. Um, and for that reason, I, you know, I, I want to play Russell Westbrook. I know what Russell Westbrook can do. Can he get there in, in, in limited minutes? Now, look, if this game stays close, then this is all going to come back to bite me. But, you know, I, I just feel like this is one of the this, – this is a game that isn't as competitive. Even if they play the full complement of minutes, I feel like they can kind of coast through and, and kind of get a W here. So, um, Westbrook, I'm always interested in Westbrook, but at 11-2, I think I'd just rather spread out, you know, my, my salary allocation with some with some of these balanced bills with guys that are underpriced. Yeah, I always um I always mess around with a lineup as we're going, and it's it's looking like right now it's gonna be more of a balanced day unless we get some injury news. So I don't see myself using Westbrook or George. They're always in play. I always I always give Paul George a hard time. I'm never playing Paul George at ninety five hundred with Westbrook on the floor, though, for what it's worth. Um uh, like I want the cheaper exposure to this game. I want Adams. I want Schroeder. I want Grant. I want the cheaper guys. Um, that way, if it gets to a blowout and I get five or six X, I'm not dead in the water. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Um, that's it on that one. Uh, let's move on. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, and options. Cryptos all commission free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Costs, no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission-free fees, trade stocks, and keep all of your profits. Learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks. Try favorite companies with personalized news feeds. Custom notification for price movement so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. Philadelphia at San Antonio. No total on this game. Um, obviously, it's a back-to-back -back for Philly, so we'll have to see how that all plays out. Uh, Jimmy Butler back on Sunday. Um, what are we looking at here for the 76ers? Uh, I, I think just Embiid. Um, I, I, I don't mind Jimmy Butler here. Uh, Jimmy's, you know, cheap enough to where I think we, we can take a stab at him at 7,400. He's shown some upside uh, in, in a few games here. So I, I, I don't mind taking a stab at him at this price. Uh, but – Embiid is Embiid. I think would be my, my main guy at ten six. Uh, really like the price on him. Uh, I, I think he can get the job done there. 
and, and that's just kind of where I'm looking. Uh, don't don't mind JJ Reddick at 5400 just for 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 the minutes. And uh, then, I mean, we've got Wilson Chandler at 3,700 playing about 30 minutes a game. Finally had a, a, a fairly nice game against Cleveland. I mean, if he could start cranking out some of these 27 to 30-point games at this price, that would be exceptional. So, like, on a slate where we don't have value, he's probably the closest thing we have to, you know, a 30-minute 3K player. Um, and you just have to hope he can get some stats because he hasn't been playing well or filling up the fantasy sheets for us uh really any of these games but uh like i said Embiid is is my primary target followed by butler followed by reddick don't think i want to play uh ben simmons in this spot you know who i kind of like here is mescala i know i said i wanted to play guys who are closer to 30 minutes but mescala at 35 probably playing 25 minutes here like he makes some sense in this matchup doesn't he like yeah we mentioned wilson chandler Mascala has been playing around 25 minutes a night and <coughs> they're going to need his size here. So um, I, I think he's interesting at 3,500. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mind Mascala at all. Uh, he should, like you said, if he's going to get 25 minutes, I think you're going to be in great shape there. Um, yeah. I'm with you on Simmons. I'd much rather play Embiid. Simmons coming off of a really big game yep. on Sunday. Against Cleveland. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to see. Like, is Butler going to be okay with this groin injury on a back-to-back? So, obviously, that's why we don't have a line out for this game. So, we'll have to see how Philly plays it. They don't have any any reason to push it if they don't need to. Um, what do you like here for the Spurs? Uh, DeMar DeRozan is my favorite player on the Spurs today, 8,100. I've been talking about how bad Philly's been on defense. Uh, th- this is the spot for me. Uh, you know, if I can fit DeRozan in, I'm going to play him. If I can fit Rudy Gay in, I'm going to play him. Uh, I- honestly, the Spurs haven't had to play hard in really three games. And I think that this one game against Utah, they won 110 to 97. They were kind of coasting in that game. So, uh, well, and I guess they played s- semi hard, you know, against Chicago. They were kind of up in that game. Chicago kind of came back. Um, but I, I really like Rudy Gay. He's just been playing really well. His minutes have been down a little bit because they've been kind of blowing teams out recently. But 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 I, I like him in this spot against Philly. I've, I've been talking about it. I keep saying it over and over and over again. Philly's not playing good defense. I find ways to target them. Um, so, you know, in this spot, I don't even mind LaMarcus Aldridge. He's not my – Favorite fantasy player. I, I don't like him as much in, in DFS, but in this spot, I don't mind LMA. Uh, don't mind Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is one of my favorite plays on the slate, by the way. And then Mr. DeRozan at 8,100. I don't think he's going to get a lot of traction at this price against Philly. And, and I, I know this this is a 50 point spot for him. And I, I'm, I'm willing to take the chance here. So love those guys. All right, listeners, hold your breath. I like DeRozan here, too. Um, yes. Yes. I, I know those words never come out of my mouth, ever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is this is a really good spot for him. Oof. I don't mind Rudy Gay. I wish he was a little cheaper. I don't hate LaMarcus. I'd play those three guys if I'm playing anybody from the Spurs. It would be DeRozan, Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge, in that order. Um, for yes. me, I – this is a really good spot to live in that 8K range, I, I feel, with DeRozan and not 
Like, I might not even end up playing Cat and Drummond because how the builds work out today just kind of go more balanced. But I, I love this 8K range, you know, from what I'm doing and what I'm looking at here, you know, first look-wise. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, you sprinkling a couple 4K guys, a couple 5K guys. Uh, you know, we got the morning grind game coming up. I'm not jump, jumping on it, but I've been keeping track of these guys today. And, man, I mean, I, I think the balance bill right now is just is just what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm with you. Like I said, I, I know I, I've got a, a lot more love for Rudy Gay today. I just know he's got 40, 50 point upside at that price. And so, I, I, like I said, I, I, I really like him today. And uh, but the Rosen by far is my favorite spur in this spot. You know, the best thing when it when we're looking at like balance builds is you know at about five o'clock, five thirty, a couple guys will get ruled out, and that whole um, strategy go right out the water. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll start getting some tweets, and I'll say, "Look, hey, throw, throw that one out. Uh, we got yep. a three K center now." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, Portland at LA taking on the Clippers. Two nineteen total. Clippers favored by two and a half in this game. Lou Williams is out. Will, when we're looking at this slate, you know, we talked about the New York game. You know, we talked about the San Antonio game. But, like, I really think this is going to be one of the most on-court competitive games on this slate. And those are the games that I like to, you know, game stack and target for possible overtime. My issue is when I'm looking at this slate, it's really hard to get on to this game. And, like, is that just me? Because – like typically I like games like this and then like I'm trying to get guys that I like from this game and there's just there's a few things that stand out to me but it's just like it's still kind of tough to kind of dissect what I want to do with this game well I tell you what the chief is going to recommend the chief today uh Mr. Aminu 4700 there goes a little bit of a value play Uh, I think we can we can throw him into the mix here a uh, guy that's playing, you know, uh, 25 to 30 minutes a game. Really, really, he's closer to 30 on most games. Uh, I don't mind him. Mo Harkless is a low usage player, but he's been in that 25 to 30 minute range. D- don't mind him. Uh, Nurkic, 7,500. Uh, you know, if he can get 28 to 30 minutes, he's going to just mash in this spot uh, against the Clippers. So, uh, don't don't mind that as well, um, you know. And then of course Dame Dame at eighty eight hundred. I think that's too cheap. I think Dame should be you know over nine k most games. I know he hasn't been, you know, catching the upside the last two games, but overall Dame's just been phenomenal this season. If you look at his last ten games, 43, 66, 29, 61, 59, 46, 49, 40, 29, and thirty seven, that I think he's just a tad bit too cheap and. Uh, I like him in this spot. I'm not as fond of CJ McCollum here, uh, 7,100. I just, I'd rather allocate funds elsewhere to get 30 fantasy points. But um, other than that, you know, th- those are kind of the guys I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't mind Lillard and Aminu. Nurkic is fine. I, I, I don't hate Nurkic here. It's all about minutes with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like looking at the Clippers side, like, I think Tobias at seventy two is firmly in play here. Oh, uh, like the price, the price is too cheap on Tobias. He's averaging forty five fantasy points in two matchups with this team already this season. So, 
Like Tobias is a guy that I know I'm looking at today. Like I know Tobias, if I'm especially if I'm going more balanced, is a guy that I'm looking at. But outside of like Tobias, it's really hard to get excited about anything. Gallinari's price kind of puts him at like a five X guy. Harold's minutes are all over the place without Lou Williams for some reason. Like he just can't get it going. He finally had a decent game against the Thunder last time out, but his minutes have just been all over the place. SGA, he just he can't hit a shot right now. Um, he's just not doing anything in not playing a lot of minutes. So, and like Avery Bradley, you know, we know we're gonna get a bunch of minutes, but like he's starting to shoot more. Maybe with Lou Williams out, we we take a shot on Avery Bradley at thirty seven hundred with his minutes. But I'm I'm honestly I'm just kind of talking this out um, because I I still can't get a great like. I love Tobias. Uh, outside of that, I, I just wanted to kind of talk out the rest of this team. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, I think that's the approach you take. I almost feel like SGA is hitting some form of a rookie wall right now, and that's okay. I, I think he'll come out of it. As a result, we're starting to get a price decrease on him, and we've seen 30-point games from him this season. But, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. <clears throat> excuse me. We're dying on the gosh, podcast today. Man, like, you guys, good thing they can't see video today because my mic's been muted probably half this podcast, and I've just been I've I've gone through two bottles of water and I've been dying over here. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, my problem, man. I pulled out some sherbet before the pod and and ate some some. Uh, I actually had like the mix, like the orange and the lime. Oh, that's and, that's uh, good stuff. Oh, oh man, it, it was great, and but I'm paying for it right now on the pod. But, uh, but yeah, Tobias Harris, I mean, 7,200. He's just, he's honestly probably one of the safer plays on the slate, just period. 7,200 is, 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 I mean, well within the realm of possibility of him destroying his price tag. Uh, and, you know, I know he can get 40 plus in this spot, so I, I don't mind that at all. I actually don't mind Montrezl Hell at 5,700. I'm glad they finally just dropped his price down. To where it's fair again, um, just because you know he hasn't been playing as well, and maybe he's out of a funk now. But this is a guy. If he were to get twenty five minutes, he le- he legitimately could get you know thirty five to forty fantasy points. So I don't mind taking a shot on him uh, in, in tournaments. Definitely wouldn't play him in cash games. But but that's about it. Gallinari is a guy that I like to play when he's more in that fifty eight, fifty seven range as well. Um, you know his minutes are fairly stable they've been getting blown out recently which is why it looks like you know he hasn't been playing as much but uh hopefully this game stays competitive and uh yeah tobias harris though favorite favorite spot for a favorite player from this spot see i think like i was starting to think about like saying like avery bradley would be that like punt type play on Fanduel. But shooting guard's so loaded today. I don't know if I want to spend down a shooting guard like oh, Mitchell, no. Booker, DeRozan. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't do it. Not today. Not 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 in that spot. My goodness. I mean, like loaded Mitchell, shooting guard position. So, so let's talk about that like 30 seconds. So so Mitchell is like a lock for me on FanDuel today at 7,500 against Houston. Like, I mean, we haven't even gotten to Clay yet against Memphis, but you know, Mitchell 7,500, he's like that mid-range guy that's kind of got the upside in, in a spot like this. Booker and DeRozan, too, obviously, but 7,500 for Mitchell. Um, I just think that's a great play on FanDuel. 
Yeah, Fanduel. I'd probably use my like punt play on like small forward. I'd find somebody in that four K range, maybe like Wilson Chandler at thirty nine hundred. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I I pulled up Fanduel to look at uh, Tobias's price to see if he was just really cheap everywhere, and like he's seventy seven hundred. It's just he's too cheap. Yeah, that's cheap for for Fanduel for sure. All right, last game on the slate: Memphis at Golden State, two ten total. Golden State eleven and a half favorites here. Um, Kyle Anderson, really the only injury news that we're waiting on here. He's questionable. Um, obviously, that makes a little bit of a difference here. Let's start with Memphis. Uh, what are we looking at here against Golden State? Uh, Mike Conley, uh, really like him today. This is a guy who's been playing really well. I think we can catch some upside from from him in this spot. Um, Memphis just typically plays Golden State really hard. It's really weird. Like they, they just they typically play them pretty hard. So uh, you know I, I've got a little little bit of interest here. Uh, I think that my next player I don't think is a secret, Mister Jermichael Green. I uh, just I keep saying it. He he's got upside at this price point. He's he's forty six hundred, and in this spot they actually may need him to play a few more minutes because I'm I'm fully expecting Triple J to be in foul trouble. Now he's back down to fifty nine hundred, where I think we can we we can take a shot on him. And he hasn't been in as much foul trouble recently. Um, he has kind of calmed down, but I mean, he had four against Houston. Um, and so we'll, we'll see, you know, where, where that shakes out, but I don't mind him at 4,600. I really wish I could play, uh, Mark Gasol, but, um, I don't think I want to take a shot on him here. I just think there are too many other guys that we, we could play, but, but I do like them, uh, in this spot for a 7,600. Mark Gasol is still getting the Noah treatment. No more 39 minutes a night. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Ah man, like Memphis here, I feel like they're gonna kind of spread out the minutes, and I don't really see anybody like killing me. So I'm I'm recasty revenge in eight minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ten fantasy points incoming, baby. Let's go. <coughs> don't make me laugh. Um yeah, like I just I don't love anything here. You know, I think Jermichael Green would be the only guy that I think I'd take a shot on here just because we don't have a ton of value, and he's a guy that, you know, can be a point-per-minute guy. So if he plays 25 minutes and then if he plays 30 minutes, if Jack's uh, Triple J gets in trouble, then, you know, he could hit value here. But uh, I just – I hope Memphis forces Golden State to go big in this game. Um, And, like, that obviously makes, you know, Golden State side interesting with Jones still out. Uh, what are you looking at here as far as Golden State goes? Oh, man, Steph Curry's just been playing so well. Uh, I think we have to look at him. I know he's 9900 I know he's priced up. But, I mean, with Steph's on, he's just on. Uh, I mean, he's out here dropping 60 burgers on teams left and right. Um, you know, back off injury, looks healthy, really like him. Uh, Clay Thompson has actually still been playing pretty well, even with Curry in the game back. Uh, the band's back together again, but he's been playing really well. Now, look, he shot it 27 times against Sacramento for, for whatever reason. Jeez, 27 times. Uh, but, but I mean, he had a pretty big game there. I don't expect him to shoot it that many times in this spot. Durant's price is starting to come down at 9700 So, I mean, you know, I, I think these guys, I think their prices are affordable enough where you can look at them. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to play Draymond here. I think I'm going to 
pass on him, even though he's the, the more affordable out of the group. I think I'm going to pass on him. And I think that's about it. I don't want to play the fringe guys. I don't think they're going to have enough of a, a impact on the game. And uh, that's just that's just where I'm at. Yeah, I, I, I hate playing any of these guys when they're at full strength. Um, and then you add in a defensive matchup against Memphis. Now, it is in Golden State. I always, you know, favor the home team. But uh, I just – I don't think I'm going to take a shot on Curry or Durant here. Um, if I'm taking a shot, it's probably on Clay or Drepko. Like, Drepko is, is that sneaky value play today that, you know, could pay off big playing, you know, extra minutes here with Memphis's size. Uh, so I, I think Drepko is interesting. Um, I would have to be either wanting to be very contrarian with a value player and playing multiple teams uh, to play Drepko, but you know the risk going in. He's just right. a guy that kind of stands out to me size-wise, matchup-wise here. Um, played 19 and a half minutes the first time they played Memphis and put up 21 fantasy points, so – Jones was in that game, and he played, I think, like 10 to 11 minutes. So you kind of take those minutes away. Looney probably plays a couple extra minutes. Drepko plays a couple extra minutes. If he can keep this 24 to 25 minutes up a night, Drepko's interesting at 3,600. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let, let's hope he can keep it. I mean, I think they're going to need him down the stretch. I think they need to keep him, you know, warmed up so he can keep performing. So I, I like that call. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for this Monday. Um, give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, favorite game to go over or under. I think I'm going to take an under today. And Ooh. give me – yeah, yeah. Give me the under on uh, Sacramento and Minnesota. All right. Um, I'm going over in New York. Yeah. Uh, favorite play under 5K to 7X. This is tough today. God, I had one too. Oh, you know what? I was going to use Covington, and he was right at the 5,200. But let me give, give me some. Give me Dario Sarge at 4,900, 4,800. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Muscala. Yeah, I like it. Uh, who's who's over 8K that's not 5X in today? <laughs> Man, it just pains me. I got to go with my boy, Paul George. It pays me to say it today, guys. And just for that, he's going to punish me and drop a 70 spot. But I, I think I got to go with PG today. You can't take my answer. <laughs> Man. Um, give me a KD. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, who's going 6X today? Uh, give me your guy that's going six X today. Give 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 me Knox from uh, but but that but that site dependent so on DK and fantasy draft because he's definitely is a lot. He's tough priced on, up on Fanduel. Yeah. yeah, it's tough on Fanduel today, but on DK, get, give give me Kevin Knox. Um, give me Tobias. Yeah, I like it. First look, he's probably my favorite play on the slate. First look. Um, that's it, Will. Monday's in the books. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, I, I think there are big pricing discrepancies on certain players today, certain players, and there's definitely pricing discrepancies between FanDuel and DraftKings. So, 
Uh, we were kind of more centered on DraftKings and fantasy draft pricing. Tried to plug in some FanDuel where we could. But FanDuel, a lot of these guys are, are really priced up. So uh, just, just remember to, to kind of weigh that when you're trying to think through some of your decision-making today. Yeah, you know, perfectly, perfectly good point there. Um, I, I honestly might use Drepko as my FanDuel punt today. Just thinking about the matchup, um, if uh, honestly, I would use Muscala if he was a power forward because he's thirty-seven. But I, I don't know if I want to use a center spot as my my potential punt. So Ooh. you know, you got to be careful with your positions. There's just sometimes there's too much opportunity cost to punt that position, especially on Fanduel. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Hope everyone enjoyed the podcast today. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys then.